It is Monday, June 21st, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today we are talking Donnie Schatz's 300th win, the end of Ohio Sprint Speed Week, Lucas at Magnolia, and a lot more. So let's jump in. You've heard me talk about it a bunch this season, and it's something we've been waiting for. But finally, after 38 Word of Outlaws races since his last victory, Donnie Schatz picked up series win 300 on Friday night at Dubuque. He started third and took advantage of early tire issues for leaders David Gravel and Aaron Reitzel. Under a caution for Gravel slowing for his flat, Reitzel was also forced to the work area for new rubber, and that handed the lead to Schatz. Over the rest of the feature, Schatz held off James McFadden and survived a late restart to earn his 300th career World of Outlaws win. J-Mac finished second, Kerry Matson was third, Sheldon Hoddenshield fourth, and Logan Schuhart hard-charged from 15th to finish fifth. Donnie Schatz is now just the third driver in World of Outlaws history with 300 wins. He joined Steve Kinzer and Sammy Swindell in that elite club. In victory lane, talking to Dave Reef, Donnie was visibly emotional, which was actually really neat to see. He got to celebrate with his parents, which I'm sure was a big reason for his emotion. His dad, Danny, has been suffering from illness in recent years. I've been following the series really closely since I went to work for the Outlaws in 2013, obviously, and I've seen Donnie win a lot of races since then. Eventually, though, they kind of start to run together, and some nights you'd hope somebody else would win just to see something different. He's just been so dominant. It's kind of like I talked about last week with Larson. It's that kind of New York Yankees, New England Patriots type thing. But in the last few years, things have changed. You've had the rise of guys like Brad Sweet and David Gravel, and the TSR 14 team has undergone a lot of changes, with Steve Swenson taking over as crew chief from Ricky Warner and the well-documented switch to Ford engines. With his, uh, as competitive as it's become, and especially since he won number 299 last year at Williams Grove, I found myself rooting for Donnie a lot. It's one hell of an accomplishment to reach this many wins in a career and with a single series. Congrats to him and the team. And as I saw a lot of folks commenting about, it's possible this opens the floodgate for shots. We'll just have to wait and see. Elsewhere in that Friday night race, Reitzel, Gravel, and Brad Sweet all recovered to finish top 10 after their issues. Sweet actually ended up tipped over on the front stretch and fought his way back to a decent finish. On Saturday night at Beaver Dam, Gio Selzy led early from the pole, but just before halfway, Sheldon Hoddenshield ran him down in lap traffic and took over the top spot. Sheldon drove away over the second half of the race to take the win in a non-stop feature, with Gio finishing second, David Gravel third, Brad Sweet fourth, and Carson Macedo in fifth. With a busy stretch of racing continuing tonight, Sweet leads now by 50 over Gravel, with Macedo third at 78 points back. Sheldon and Schatz complete the top five in the Outlaw standings. The Outlaws race tonight and tomorrow at Hussett's before heading to Jackson on Thursday to kick off the Jackson Nationals. A lot of money's up for grabs in the coming days. Looking at tonight, the DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula likes Brad Sweet over David Gravel for the win. Kyle Larson and Sheldon Hoddenshield were winners at Hussett's in 2020. Tonight's show pays 10000 a win, and you can watch live on Dirt Vision. The Word of Outlaws late models had their weekend races at Thunder Mountain and Sealands Grove both canceled due to rain. Brandon Shepard leads the series point standings now by 52 over Chris Madden. They're back this week for three races at Lernerville as part of the Firecracker 100 weekend. We'll have more on that later in the week. Ohio Sprint Speed Week came to an end on Saturday night with the finale at Portsmouth Raceway Park, and we were treated to a pretty wild race. Through the 30 lapper, we had five lead changes among six leaders with Kyle Reinhardt, Zeb Wise, Paul McMahon, Danny Dietrich, Tyler Courtney, and Rico Abreu all leading laps. 
We had a crazy crash where Zeb Wise and Kyle Reinhardt got together, and Wise went for a wild ride in turn three. It was nice to see him climb out of that car under his own power. Under that same caution, Tyler Courtney had to go to the work area from the lead for a flat tire and incredibly drove from 17th or 18th, I think, up to 4th in the final laps. That charge proved to be worth $5,000 as Courtney bagged the Speedweek Championship on the strength of that top 5 run, beating Danny Dietrich. The race for the win got crazy in the final five laps. Rico looked like he was probably poised for the win, but suffered a flat right rear, which handed the lead to Dietrich for a restart with four to go. The final few laps turned into a three-car battle for the win, and it was Paul McMahon capitalizing on the final lap to grab the win over Hunter Schoenberg, with Dietrich slipping to third, Courtney fourth, and Tim Schaefer hard-charging from 18th to finish fifth. It was McMahon's first All-Star win since 2018. On top of the Speed Week title, Courtney's season-long points lead has now grown to 256 points over Corey Eliason. The All-Star points are similar to the Outlaw points in that the winner gets four more points than second, and then it's two points per position after that. So if you figure two points per spot, Eliason has to beat Courtney by 128 positions through the rest of the season. With 26 races left on the schedule, that means Elias needs to beat Courtney on average five positions per race. I think that's going to be a very tall task here down the stretch. The series competitors get a break now with racing getting back going again on July 9th at Stateline Speedway in New York. Luke Soleil Model Dirt Series was at Magnolia Motor Speedway for the three-race clash at the MAG, but unfortunately with weather coming on Saturday, the series and track made an audible for Friday's show. Instead of Friday being a second prelim night, they turned it into a 12,000-to-win show and the weekend's finale. In the Friday feature, Jonathan Davenport picked up right where he left off on Thursday night. After grabbing the Thursday win and leading all but one lap, Davenport started on the pole Friday and led every lap en route to his fourth Lucas win of 2021. He now leads all drivers with the most series wins this season. Michael Arnold, Jimmy Owens, Kyle Bronson, and Mike Marler completed the top five. Tim McCready continued his streak with his 16th consecutive top 10 finish. He also maintains the points lead over Hudson O'Neill by 30, with Davenport still third, 150 back. Behind the top three, nobody else is really within striking distance right now. There will be a lot of movement possible, though, in the top 10, as 4th through 10th is only separated right now by 90 points. I do really like this championship battle right now. You've got veteran McCready out front as the favorite, young Hudson O'Neill on the rise trying to take it to the veterans, and Davenport trying to dig himself out of that early season hole. This is going to be really fun here into the summer. Lucas is back this weekend for two shows at Deer Creek. USAC's Eastern Storm came to a close over the weekend with two more races. We got to see Silver Crown cars on Friday at Williams Grove and the Sprint cars Sunday at the new Bloomsburg Fairgrounds track. We did lose Saturday's Sprint car show at Port Royal Terrain. On Friday at the Grove, Shane Cockrum started 7th, methodically worked his way towards the front, slipped by leader Justin Grant with 28 laps left, and held on for his fourth career win and first in several years. There were a few popped right rear tires at the end, and Cockrum did a nice job managing his stuff down the stretch. Shane Cottle, Chris Windham, Brady Bacon, and Kyle Robbins completed the top five. We did see four lead changes among four drivers with Cockrum, Jason McDougall, Grant, and Logan Seavey all taking turns out front. With two races complete, Shane Cottle is the points lead, uh, leader right now over Justin Grant and Kyle Robbins. On Sunday night at Bloomsburg, it was all Kevin Thomas Jr. out front. He started on the pole and led all 30 laps en route to his third USAC National Sprint Car win of 2021. Tanner Thorson, Brady Bacon, Jake Swanson, and Alex Bright rounded out the top five. 
A sixth for Robert Ballou was good enough to see him tie up the Eastern Storm points title by one point over Brady Bacon. He continues to just keep racking up top 10 finishes in USAC sprint car competition. He's now gone 15 straight races finishing inside the top 10, and that run includes two wins, one at Eldora and one at Bridgeport. He's climbed to fourth in the championship standings, but still trails Brady Bacon by 116 points. And why does he trail Bacon? Because Bacon has been insanely good as well. His two wins on the season, but even more impressive, is his run of 26 top 10 finishes in his last 27 races. His only uh, non-top 10 finish of 2021 was a 12th at Path Valley in April. Bacon has also incredibly been perfect in value finishes. That's one of the stats we have at dirttracker.com slash analytics. This season, uh, he started outside the top 10 three times and converted all three of those into top five runs. A tough, uh, tough 21st place result for Grant on Sunday night sees him slide to 71 points now behind Bacon. The USAC Sprint Cars get a few days off and will be back in action on July 1st at Plymouth. And speaking of Plymouth, Sunday's Summer Nationals race at Plymouth Speedway was lost to rain, but the Summer Nationals did get to race Friday night at Tri-City and Saturday night at Fairbury. I said back on Friday's show that with the way Nick Hoffman has been racing, he could probably win every modified race through the summer, and he stayed perfect through the weekend. He led every lap at both Tri-City and Fairbury to score wins number four and five on the season. There have been 130 laps completed in modified Nationals features so far this year, and Hoffman has led every single one of them. He's obviously the points leader right now, with Tyler Nicely sitting in second, Kyle Hammer third, Stephen Brooks fourth, and Tommy Shepard Jr. in fifth. With the late models, though, competition ramped up over the weekend, and we saw two more winners, with Tanner English winning Friday night and Shannon Babb taking Saturday night. English led every lap at Tri-City and had to hold off a last lap pass attempt from Bobby Pierce. And at Fairbury, Babb started sixth and rolled the bottom to perfection late in the going, topping English, Devin Moran, Frank Heckenass Jr., and Bobby Pierce. With five nights now in the books, Bobby Pierce leads the standings on the strength of those two early wins plus three more top ten fin- or top five finishes. Excuse me, he's trailed by English, Moran, Brian Shirley, and Jason Fager. The series is off today and tomorrow before heading to LaSalle on Wednesday to begin week number two. In Power Eye Illinois Speed Week competition over the weekend, Dazen Persley picked up the win Friday at Jacksonville, while Buddy Kofoid won Saturday at Macon and Sunday at Fayette County. Cannon McIntosh bagged the Speed Week championship. Also good to hear that Persley is doing okay after a scary crash on Saturday night at Macon. He tweeted that all of his scans came back clear and that his safety gear did its job. The Power Eye National Midgets race again on July 16th at Valley Speedway. Other weekend open wheel winners include Jamie Ball and Carson McCarl in 360 action at Knoxville. Justin Sanders won again at Ocean. Lance DeWeese was the winner at Williams Grove. Kerry Madsen took the 410 feature Saturday at Knoxville. Robbie Kendall won at Lincoln. Damian Gardner in USAC CRA action at Paris. Cam Smith and JJ Hickel both won ASCS national shows at Grace Harbor. Brent Marks was a winner at Path Valley. And Austin McCarl was the Sunday winner at Hussets. For more, check out tjslideways.com. In other weekend late model action, Tony Jackson Jr. was an MLRA winner at Salina. Jimmy Mars bagged a $10,000 win at Cedar Lake. Rusty Slank won an ALMS show at Oakshade. Hudson O'Neill bagged an Ironman win at Smoky Mountain. And Max Blair was the Sunday ULMS winner at Bloomsburg. For more from the late model weekend, check out dirtondirt.com.
There are two items on the streaming schedule for today. Dirt Vision has the Water of Outlaws Sprint Cars at Husits, and Flow Racing has Flow 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Monday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily where you get podcasts and YouTube. If you like what I'm doing, please subscribe and leave a review. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dirt Tracker, and you can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com. Thanks everybody for tuning in. I'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.